Hall of Fame podcast. Hey, I'm Jack. I'm Jack. And I'm Jeff. I'm Jeff. This is Jack and Jeff, they say. And this is just Buds. This just uh, fuck. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Welcome back, Suffucks. <laughs> this is just Buds. Welcome back, Buds. Welcome back, Buds. Welcome back, Buds. Welcome back. That was smooth. I'm Jack. I'm Jeff. And this is just Buds. Welcome back, Buds. Welcome back, Buds. Special episode today. It is. It is. Well, how come? We just have a special person here. It is my wife, Kristen. She's been here before. We've talked about her a lot, and it's uh, about time we had her back. She even has her own spinoff podcast. Yeah, she does. <laughs> I don't think she's been heard from since. No. Just in the distant, distant background, we've it's heard a little like, bit of uh, from her. Almost like she got canceled. We didn't let her on. Oh, I thought you meant like from society. No. I, don't even know the I was like, I didn't know I got canceled. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I chime in from the background. Yeah. I try to move your levels up so you're still heard. Oh, so yeah. I am. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, it really depends on what you say. That's, That's a, true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you say something sometimes that Jack disagrees it. with, you're like, yeah, let's cut that out. Well, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, guys. I'm excited to be back. I, I have a gift for you guys, or do we want to wait on it? We could do it now. I was just going to make the comment that Kristen's the first guest we've had at this specific table who hasn't had to put the microphone on a box or like raise it up. Mm -hmm. In fact, it is lowered as low as it can go. Yeah, I'm kind of loving it. (laughs) It's perfect. I love it. (laughs) Also, I love that your gift is wrapped almost Halloween type theme. Well, it is for Baby Brooklyn slash U2 and November Baby. I figured, you know, it's October. November still deals in oranges. So I love it. It's you an, wrapped it so nicely. Yeah. I woke up at 1030 and I got both of those things right there. Wow. The bag and the <laughs> tissue paper. <laughs> the and the That's tissue. like extra effort. Yeah. You went through it. You should open it. And you get to open I it. Know. You're the bud. You're the guest. And if you guys don't oh, like geez. it, fake it for the podcast. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Okay. I'm a good faker. Nah. That could either be a great sound effect or a terrible sound effect. Yeah. We'll see. Oh my god, (laughs) that's amazing! I love it. That's so creative too. Love it. She gets her own little custom onesie for the Just Buds podcast. For those of you listening, custom pink onesie with the outline of a baby face and a nookie that says "Just Baby Brooklyn," and that's amazing. Thank you, Jack. Yeah. Thanks, Jack. Yeah, absolutely. That might be the most thoughtful gift we've gotten from someone so far. So I appreciate it. I had a lot of fun putting it together, and I was like, I think they're actually going to like this. No, I love it. I didn't know what to expect, but that exceeds any expectation that I had. That's why I I made sure that Brooklyn was spelled correctly. I don't know if you remember that. I I text you, like, literally just Brooklyn? And you're like, yep. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like people do that to me a lot. They'll they'll ask me a question out of the blue, and I won't think anything of it. And I'll just say, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I felt confident asking you. Because I think if I asked you, you would have been like, why? What, why? Is, what is this what's leading your, to? What's going on? Yeah. yeah, it's true. Jeffrey does not question. If you ask him something, doesn't question. Unless it's me. You always question why I ask you things. Yeah, because you're the one that has the ulterior motives. <laughs> None of my other... No one else does? No, only you. I mean, you just got a gift I was going to say, Jack literally <laughs> had an ulterior motive. Fair enough. Still not going to question it in the future. Also, I was proud of that because I know that both of you don't want IP. So like no Bluey or, or Winnie the Pooh kind of stuff. Yep. So I was like, this is IP, but it's not like. But it's not. It's not mainstream. Not yeah. mainstream. Yeah. What, uh, what does IP stand for? Uh, in intellectual property. 
Okay, cool. See, I always say copyright. Like, that's how I explain it to people. Like, we don't want them in copyright images, but I know that's not, like, the actual word. That's just the only thing I can think of. Trademark? Trademark would be another good one. Yeah. All those things are correct and incorrect. I love it. Yeah. I think that sounds about like my life. That's a great way to describe our podcast. All of the things we say are both correct (laughs) and incorrect. It's true. Very much so. Speaking Um, of that, I caught you in not an incorrect, but a partially correct thing in a previous podcast. Look at her coming with topics and transitions. That was a great segue, yeah. Thanks. I knew, I thought about how I was going to do this a couple weeks ago. And, and I don't know when this podcast will Also, be. sorry to interrupt. I love that your notes aren't notes. They're just Spotify. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, the note is a note. Okay, okay. The note is a note. I just wanted to make sure I call out the right podcast or the right episode. So I don't know. The one that came out on October 5th, the Frightening Lightning, when you yep. guys were talking about Jack's fears, which actually is, I think, a good segue into today's podcast it anyway. Is. But yeah. Jack's fears of parenthood and Jeffrey's and Jeffrey said something about how potty training, they can go to my center at 33 months and they have to be potty trained. Jack asked the question of when do you stop? With months. With months. And Jeffrey said something about vaccine schedules, which is like partially correct. But after a year, they just get their vaccines on their year checkup. Um, but you Would that also be considered a birthday? Yes. I suppose. Yeah. Yes, okay. their yearly checkup. However, the reason that you continue with the months a little bit further or people tend to continue with the months a little bit further is from like a developmental perspective. Before three years old, kids change so much developmentally, like developmental stages, milestones and stuff. They change so much before the, or like each month before they hit that three-year mark. They're constantly learning new things and developing in different ways. And so for like a pediatrician, when you go into their appointments, it's easy to say like, oh, they learned to walk at this point. They learned to do this at this point to see if they're on track for their developmental milestones. That makes sense. It's almost how as you get older, the age ranges on like surveys and things like that get bigger and bigger like right now we're in the what 25 to 39 range i just saw one 21 to 29 and i was so happy to click that number i was like i am still with 21 hell yeah <laughs> i actually i had a moment like that when i was over in germany the the app they use for the train systems it asks if you are 26 and younger because you get a discount if you are under 27 and i'm oh. months away from being 27 <laughs> so i got a slight discount for being 26 nice but that makes a lot of sense. It's it's very much like a, uh, not not to say a finish line, but a, a, like this is where we now kind of like, you're, you're a toddler, you're a child. Yes, exactly. So then they move into that toddlerhood stage and things don't develop as rapidly. And so then you can just say, oh, at three and a half, they learned to do this. Or at four, they learned to do this. So And that actually makes a lot of sense for why two-year-olds are terrible twos. Yes. Because they're learning so much fucking shit. So much shit. That, okay, that makes a all lot of, of sense. All of the shit. Like, yeah. they are, well, and they, it's like their their primal years to learn things are up until about five years old, and they are constantly absorbing all of, their little sponges. They learn everything, and they soak it in, and they may get it wrong 14 times, but they're still trying to learn these things, which mm-hmm. is really 
I mean, that's why I like the age group that I teach because they're trying. They're not always succeeding at like whatever it is you want them to do. But then they do cool things like in the same app or in the same note that I just had for you. One of the little girls goes, Miss Kristen, my first name has five letters and my last name has five letters. And I was like, oh, how many does that mean you have all together? She goes, 10 letters. And I was like, it was really smart for your little like four-year-old brain to pull that out of nowhere. But it's fun to see all the developmental things happen. At that yeah. Age. And as a teacher, you, what ages do you? My, so our center takes 33 months or basically three years to about five. Sometimes we'll occasionally have a six-year-old if they have a summer birthday and their parents decided to hold them back. Got it. So you get to see them go from practically just finished being a sponge to now using it practically. Correct. That's cool. Yeah. So it's super fun. And like my actual age group is the pre-K group. So I have like the fours and fives, late fours, early fives, um, just before they go into kindergarten. And that's like when they really start to put things together. So they're like, like I said, starting to add numbers that I'm like, hold on, you're four. Mm-hmm. You didn't need to do five plus five, but also you just did. And that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, or like at the end of last year, half my class was like starting to learn to read, which was really cool. Um, you don't always see that. Each class is so different too, like in what they're interested in. Like my class the year before loved all things math related. Like they knew how to add numbers, subtract numbers, like all this stuff by the end of the year. But, like, did they know all their letters? Maybe. Do you think that it comes from, like, uh, like were you just more fun with the math that year? Like, do you, like, how do you, why do you think that changes from? I wonder that, but a lot of my lesson plans, Jeffrey, <laughs> Jeffrey's so sick of hearing about my lesson plans right now. Because fair. I've been prepping all my maternity leave lesson plans, which is a whole other shit show. Um. But I keep a lot of my lesson plans the same from year to year and tweak them only based on what the kids seem interested in. So I think the year that they were really into numbers and math was the year that number blocks really became big on Netflix. So it was a show Excuse that me, what? number blocks is like a little show <laughs> about these little cube characters that teach the kids how to add and like what a tens place is and a ones place is. And so my kids really liked watching number blocks at home. So then they got super into math at school. So I think it's just more like a an environmental. So you're thing. saying if we only play shows about like math and science and educational things, then Brooklyn's going to be smart? Yeah. I Well, to, to an New extent. Plan. To an extent, I don't... She'll have an unhealthy connection to a television screen, yeah. but, yeah, but she'll be smart about it. But she'll be smart, <laughs> and that's why... But I do think, like, I was talking to one of the parents at conferences a couple couple years ago about how I don't love screen times for kids, um, but I do think that if you're going to use the screen time, there's, like, a appropriate way to use it. Like, playing shows like that as opposed to playing just constantly playing Disney movies and stuff, which also have their place. Like, mm-hmm. everyone loves a good movie night, but the constant screen time now for kids, I just posted a reel about it on my Instagram, actually, about um, how kids don't know how to self-entertain anymore. They don't know how to be bored. They don't know how to... Well, you showed me a reel, this had to have been a year or two ago now, of this girl that married an iPad kid, mm-hmm. and he was like, 
eating his cereal in the morning with his face down looking at an iPad and like he was walking around the house just looking at an iPad. That was all the videos of him. It's just, that's what kids do sometimes now. Right. That's, well, and it's just they. I don't think that's just kids. True. It's, it's pe- not just kids. Well, but and it's I'm kids guilty. That, I'm guilty of screen time usage. Like I'm horrible with screen time. Um, I was not an iPad kid, but I'm very guilty of screen time now. Um, but the reel that I posted today was specific about how kids literally don't know how to be bored anymore. Like they can't, like, it's okay for your kid to sit in the cart at the grocery store and be bored. They don't need to have your phone in their hand entertaining them. Have a conversation with them. Play I spy while you walk down the aisles. Like do something to entertain that isn't this instant dopamine fix or you could just let them be bored or let them be bored that works too i I feel like being bored makes things that aren't boring even less boring right well yeah it's a drug yeah 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 so and letting them explore like kids don't have an imagination anymore because they don't have to have an imagination because they just watch things on the ipad or on the tv so i think that Educational shows have their place. And I think that movies and stuff still have their place. I just think they're being very overused as a way to instantly entertain your kids. Well, here's so a that way you I don't have to. Bring SpongeBob into this episode. The box episode of SpongeBob, where SpongeBob and Patrick are in the box, they have the imagination. And, oh, squ- that's and Squidward wants to get in on it, but he can't because he doesn't have an imagination. Yeah. Squidward is kids now. I am Squidward. Uh, yeah, uh, actually, no, I'm not. <laughs> you're pretty good at entertaining yourself. But speak my... of TV shows and, and screen time and us in, indulging in it, we checked out Naked Attraction. Oh, yeah? <laughs> so many dicks. So many. <laughs> so many uncircumcised dicks, too. All, wow. uncir- all except for a few are uncircumcised. It's so in far. England. It is, yeah, yeah. It's the thing over there, but yeah. it threw me for a loop. The fir- <laughs> I was like, wait, whoa. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, all of them. All of the ones in the first episode, I think, except one, uh-huh. were uncircumcised. And I was like, I'm so thrown off right it's now. So much foreskin. Yeah. Uh, I think they How did odd. it. I, I <laughs> Not was, the foreskin, the, the show. <laughs> <laughs> I was entertained by the show enough to watch what we watched, three episodes. Two, I think. But I don't think I'm entertained enough to like follow along and watch the new season. Although I do think they did a nice job in not making anybody like overly attractive. Yeah. Like you actually have to choose these people rather yeah. than saying, oh, that's obviously the hottest one. That I mean, a, there there was a couple like pretty freaking ugly people. but there, I think I made a three episodes in and there was this bi chick and I was like, I ma- she's making all the choices that I'd be making right now. And I enjoyed the show because I got to see that naked person longer. There was but, one episode where the guy was choosing the girls and I was like, well, he's going to choose this one now. And Kristen's like, no, I think this one. They choose the one that I chose. I'm like, this is, yeah, I, I, I'm used to this. But then I got all the girl ones right it's true. usually. I was pretty good at judging the girl, except for there was one girl who kept saying like, oh, I don't know about that. I don't like that. And then she like wouldn't boot the guy. And I was like, but you just said. Is it the one with the the prince? Um, tri- what is the, the penis? Um, piercing? We haven't piercing. gotten the one oh, with okay. the penis piercing okay. yet. Then spoiler. Spoiler alert. <laughs> no, it was, this girl was like, I don't like, like, she, I think one of the things she said was that his penis was too big, and then she picked the guy with that had the penis that she said was too big. She's like, I'd be scared of that. 
Yeah, try being Let's a man living in this world, <laughs> figuring out women. <laughs> like, I don't understand what's happening. My favorite was the girl that when she came back out naked, she told everyone that she thought she had a, a beef sandwich vagina. <laughs> <laughs> that was the same. Isn't that the same? I missed that line. Like, no, it's a beef sandwich. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> <laughs> that was the same lady that like picked the person, but then jumped and straddled the one that she didn't pick. Was that the same lady? Yeah. She was. She was. She had two kids. Yeah, she had yeah. Two kids, you're right. And so she was self conscious about her vagina, but then she like said which one she picked, and then her goodbye. Oh, hug- she also said it's like a mason jar now. It needs to be bigger. <laughs> it's like Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. It, she was a lot. Then there was. She uh, was the prettiest chooser. Yeah, she was. There was also the the bi girl that said she liked men more and then her final two were both women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> like yeah. you, you know exactly what you want. Yeah, that one threw me off. But yeah, like I said, entertaining enough to be entertained, but not really to go seek out and watch more. Yeah. Probably something that will turn on like when we don't know what else to watch. Although that's usually our Bob's Burgers. When yeah. baby Brooklyn's just crawling around, you're like... <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, it's fine, penises. <laughs> Educational TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Life updates? Life updates. Um, I can check three more countries off my list of countries that I've been to. Um, and I got a new job. Okay. Choose A or B. Where do you want to go? Um, let's go with A because I have a segue with B. All right, cool. Um, so I flew out to Germany, but to get there, I went through Amsterdam. Technically, I've been to Amsterdam twice now because the plane went through there both times. Hmm. But I've never left the airport, so it only barely counts. Is the airport as fun as maybe... Outside the airport. I, are there shenanigans going on inside? There are not. No? And I sure hope it's not as fun as outside because then the outside would suck and I wouldn't want to go back. I was hoping for a section of the airport that had like, you know, the red light district. It was yeah. like the orange light. You know, it's just a little, <laughs> little no, bit friendlier. But I will say interesting fact about, uh, you're going to have to cut out this silence, but I remember the type of people they are. In Netherlands, they are. Nether. No. Nether parts. Denmark, they're Danish, and Netherlands, they are Nanish. Nanish. <laughs> no, it's such an easy one. Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went to got the Dutch. <laughs> Netherlands, Dutch. So, the Dutch people love egg sandwiches, allegedly. Not egg sandwich, egg salad sandwiches. Egg sa- okay, yeah, not even just egg, sa- egg salad, salad sandwiches. And I know this because I show up at the airport. And I'm hungry, and I'm walking around, and every place that you can buy food has egg sandwiches. I'm like, all right, I guess I have to get one of these. Mm. And so I eat an egg sandwich, and like, it's pretty good. Get on the next plane, and we're going from Netherlands to Germany, going to Munich. The flight attendant comes around, and she hands out water and coffee and like whatever drink you want, and another egg sandwich. <laughs> I was like, what? wait, uh, so the, your options were cookies, peanuts, or sorry, pretzels. Or an egg sandwich? <laughs> I wish that was the option, but no, it was no option. Just egg sandwich or no egg sandwich. And I'm not going to lie. It was really good. Like, apparently, it's it's small bakery bread and, like, farm-raised. I mean, I, all, I guess they're all farm-raised. It was, like, locally sourced eggs and, and bread and stuff, and it was good. But then I got another one on the way back. I'm like, why do they love their egg sandwiches? And they had a little story on the packaging about how much they love sandwiches and egg sandwiches. Also, arguably the worst flight food ever. Right? Like, like, the only thing I can think of is a tuna salad sandwich. Yep. Oof. 
Yeah, was the whole flight really stinky? I never even asked that. No, it wasn't. There was like three people tunes. in my section, and then there was a bunch of people in the back of the plane, but there wasn't anyone close enough for me to smell. Well, la dee da, your section, huh? <laughs> yeah, I was pretty fancy on the way out. I only had to sit next to somebody on my final flight, which two flights on the way out and two on the way back, so my fourth flight, I had to sit next to somebody, but that was it. Did you ever go try and find that random door in the hallway at the Amsterdam airport like I told you to? I thought about it, but that's when I had the head thing that happened. Oh. So apparently it's a thing. It's called aerosinusitis, and it's where as you start your descent, the pressure in your sinuses doesn't match what's going on outside. It ends up feeling like you have an ice pick going through your skull. Oh. It was horrible, like the worst headache I've ever had. The point, like my eye was was watering and my nose started running and I was just like leaning down holding my eye because I didn't know what to do. I thought I was having an aneurysm. I thought yeah. I was gonna die on the airplane, and it lasted like an hour into the airport. So I just sat down and held my eye as I waited for the next plane. You went through an hour's worth of pain of going. I think I might be dying right now. An hour's a long time to go through pain that's questionable of death. Oh, it was brutal. The uh, the only death. Did you part like was... call Daniel or something? No. You're just like, this is... It's like, if this is it, this is it. That's how it's going to be. Huh. No goodbye tech. Well, I guess that, yeah, that's on par with your death plan. So, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, Write a note and just attach it to your lapel. Be like, hey, just leave me somewhere in the Netherlands. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't... The, the part where I thought I was actually in danger was only on the airplane. And then once I was walking around the airport, like, it still hurt. Like, it was very uncomfortable, but it, I was like... that. Must be okay now. Mm. So you didn't find the door. So I didn't find the door. Long story short, no door. But yeah, Netherlands crossed off. Germany crossed off. Uh, Austria went to Vienna, crossed off. What are you? What, what's your heritage? German. Okay, so that was a, a cool trip for you. Yeah, it was pretty cool. We didn't really do any history stuff, which... What else is there in Germany than history? A lot of beer. Okay. They went to Oktoberfest. Yeah. So they just celebrated... With a lot of alcohol. Did you make it for Oktoberfest? Oktoberfest actually ended the weekend before I got there in Germany, but there was a slightly smaller Oktoberfest happening in Vienna. <laughs> so we just took a train to Vienna and, and did it there instead. They probably get a lot of American tourists. People going, it's October. I'm going to go to Germany. October's o- Oktoberfest is over. Yeah. Okay. I- if they do, I did not see any. Really? They were all super duper German. So I know English and I know a decent amount of Spanish. And most people didn't speak either of those. <laughs> and the German language is not only confusing, but also ugly. Yes, it is. It is a beautiful, beautiful country. I think like all the history that we did see there, like the, the castle walls and, and stuff. You got to really be careful cool. about saying their history is beautiful. Well, yeah, except for the history that no one likes to talk about. Yeah, yeah. The um, majority of their history. Yeah, the majority of this. Yeah. Just cross off the, what is it, the 40s? We don't like the 40s. And the teens. And the teens. Yeah. Um, and Vienna. Even more beautiful. Like, the coolest city I've been to. Still didn't do a lot of the history stuff, but I was just imagining, like, these people in the 1400s building these incredible structures. Um, But again, the language. It just made me upset while I was there. Like, I I was so sick of hearing people speak German by the time I left. (laughs) I don't want to go back. Really? No. I was going to ask, is it was it beautiful enough to go back? So you're done with it. Germany? No. Austria? Yeah, Yeah. I think I could get some enjoyment out of Austria. Mm. But that would have to be like a day of a a trip that I'm going elsewhere. Like I can stop in Vienna again. Just, I could not. There was at one point, 
at Oktoberfest. So first of all, they sell their beer by the liter. Okay. Which is a lot. And at one point, there was three of us. It was Daniel and I and then one of Daniel's friends from Army. Obviously, we ended up with too much beer. Um, and you got I'd, one. What? You got one. It was too much. You got one and it was too much. No, I, I drank a gallon of beer that night. It was pretty cool. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> but at one point, like, I didn't want to just dump the beer out or just leave them sitting somewhere because someone was going to take them and dump them out. So I went and found some very German-looking people. And I said something along the lines of, Hola, my, me llamo el jefe. <laughs> y yo muy cansado. ¿Quieres dos cervezas? And they both turned to each other and whispered something in German. And they looked back at me and went, Man, we thought si. Mexicans were browner. <laughs> and so they said, see. And so I put the beers down and walked away. I was like, there's nothing else I could have said. They, they wouldn't have understood English either. Yeah. The whole time, I, if I were drunk there, I would be going, ich liebst du, ich liebst du, everybody. Which is just, I love you. I love you. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, it wouldn't go back because of the language. That's it, was, it. It was still a ton of fun. Like, we ended up at a theme park somehow, just riding rides and, and playing whatever carnival games. So you guys both went to Mexico within the year, a year ago, maybe? Yeah, a little over a year ago. If you guys would have learned German rather than Spanish, do you you think you would have been in the same boat of like, God, this language is so sucky. I just only know German. No, because at least Spanish is a pretty language. Like it's it's not rough on your brain to listen to. Hmm. Agreed or disagreed? I don't really know much about... The German language. I did well, not. You just heard Eclipse do. Yeah. It's a very That's, aggressive way of saying, I love you. I feel like I would just be very, like, scared the whole time in Germany. Just because it is such an aggressive language. Yeah. That I'd be like, are you mad? I Like, I can't tell if you're mad or just like, this is how you talk. Um, But I don't know. Another thing about Germany. <laughs> They have the app, right? They have the app for the trains. Sure. And they they have, you can switch it to English, right? Okay, yeah. So I switched it to English, and everything was still in fucking German. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing the whole time. In fact, I, like, I ended up missing trains, and it took me like four hours to get from the airport to Daniel's house the first night. It was that, brutal. That's obnoxious. Yeah. It was, that was potentially one of the most nervous moments I've had in my life. Because <laughs> I couldn't even talk because to her. Because he couldn't text me. I couldn't text anyone. The Until, German service wouldn't work for me. Anytime yeah. I had Wi-Fi, that's the only thing. And I, could I knew use. he would text me when he would get, like, when he got to Daniel's with Wi-Fi. I don't need a play-by-play update of his trip, mm-hmm. but just like a hey, I landed safe. And so we had done like a rough calculation. He was supposed to be there around like he was supposed to land around noon, and then he was supposed to be to Daniel's. So I was like, ah, oh, he'll probably text me by like. Three or four their time, which is like whatever time our time. He didn't text me until like almost 1 a.m. German time, which is like 5.30 our time. So A.m. or p.m.? I don't know. The, p.m. 5.30 p.m. our okay. time. Germany is seven hours ahead. Okay. And so he didn't text me until like 5.30 p.m. our time, Thursday night. And I thought he was supposed to text me around like... 11 a.m. or something like that. And so from 11 a.m. until like 5.30 p.m., I was like, is he dead? Like, I don't know what's happening, but I was like, I figured if something was majorly wrong, Daniel would have texted me and been like, hey. Like, hey, he never got he here. He never showed up. Yeah. 
So like not horribly concerned, but just in the back of my mind, I was like, well, and you had texted me. I'm having a brain aneurysm. (laughs) (laughs) No, because that was on the way home. But you had texted me that day at one point asking me for the code that Wells Fargo had sent me so that you could use the credit card over there. So I had, but it had texted me a code and it had, the app had sent me a code and they were two different codes. Yeah, that was when I was trying to buy a goddamn train ticket. And Mm. so I had sent you the code and then I got the other one. Like, I think I got the app code first and then I got the text message one right after I'd sent you the app one. So then in my brain, I'm like, did he get arrested? Did they think he was trying to like commit fraud on this credit card because I sent him the wrong code? So Wells Fargo is really on top of it. So then, Wells Fargo, Germany. So then I was just like in this whole like meltdown of like, and I'm freaking 34 weeks pregnant at this point, mm-hmm. like have no control over emotions as it is and was just like dying all day. I'm like, I don't know if he made it. I don't know if he's dead. Your mom texted me at one point and was like, have you heard from Jeffrey yet? And I was like, nope. nope. I wasn't. I wasn't scared or nervous or anything. I just I was just annoyed more than anything. The fact that the train was late, so I missed a connection. I ended up back at the airport somehow and eventually made it out to like a station somewhere farther away. But I would have been dying in anxiety of being like, did I miss the last train? Do I don't know. I don't know how to read this thing. Like end up like SpongeBob stuck in rock bottom. Exactly like that. Yes. <laughs> in fact, they would probably understand all of. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's uh, that's Germany for you. Really, really pretty place. Really, really ugly language. Did go to a soccer game out there. In the the Bundesliga is their their league. Apparently, the football league. Yeah, well, the soccer league, but football, whatever, whatever league they want to call. It. I don't, they they don't they don't even call it football. I don't know what they call it. The Germans don't call it football. I don't think so. But sure, they do. They call it football. Yeah. Um, it was amazing. We sat like fourth row behind the goal. They won three to nothing, I think. They scored five, two got called back to um, offside. Sides. You didn't stand in the uh, the hooligan area? No, but the hooligan area was wild. Yeah. At the very beginning of the game, they started to chant, and every single one of them jumped up and down at the same <laughs> time. It looked like AI. It looked like some someone just made that image. It was so crazy. That's cool. Um, also sold their beer by the leader. Um, so no wonder why the hooligans are hooligans. Yeah, no wonder. Pretty sure it was a sold-out 70,000-people stadium. Like, biggest stadium I've been to. It was incredible. Did you notice if it was, like, a, a specific, like, rival game or this was just a, one of their a game they were having? Just a game. It was – so, uh, Munich is one of the best teams in the league, and the team they were playing is one of the worst teams in the league. Okay. And they're just across the border <laughs> from France. And they had, like, two sections way up high that they were also singing and chanting the whole time, so it was cool. But they just shit on him the whole time. It was, it was fun to watch. Oh, yeah, if you're gonna go to a soccer game, you want to see one of the teams get shit on. You want to see at least a few goals. Yeah, it was fun. Work or do you want me to do mine? You should do yours. I've been talking yeah, too much. We, we can go back. Um, I have a job interview tomorrow. All right. I am. Uh, it's for the Eden Prairie Harley Davidson to do events and social media coordinating, and I don't feel confident about it. And I haven't done any research about it like I have on all the other ones. I'm going in and I'm winging it because that's what I've always done in past interviews. And I always got those jobs. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I need to get out of this house. 
I am so over it. I need an excuse to leave. Not to mention I would like uh, um, a consistent job. I would like a, a consistent uh, pay. I would like benefits. And literally just getting out of the house to go somewhere would be a benefit for me. So Harley Davidson, maybe not exactly my forte or knowledge, but I think I could do it and I need to get out. And so, well, listen, marketing is marketing. Just you can learn a little bit about anything you need to market, but you're going to use the same sort of skills to market that thing. Exactly. And um, they got back to me a day later. So I'm assuming not a lot of applicants which is very promising. All yes. right. <laughs> well, I'll be crossing my fingers for you. That's big news. Yeah, tomorrow at 1 o'clock. So. Sweet. Well, good luck. Thank you. Dress I love to that. impress. Always do. Even though it's Harley Davidson, they'd probably appreciate it if you showed up in a leather jacket and <laughs> on a motorcycle. Even but better, also. sleeveless leather jacket so you can they can see the tattoos. Oh. Oh. Mm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know what else. Bikers wear jeans. Uh, yeah, I'll cut the the ass out of my jeans. Show up looking Assless like a... <laughs> <laughs> Kristen has a list of fears. Wait, are we blown past his new job thing? Did we want to talk we, about your new job thing? I mean, we thing? can. We have all, like, we go for it. We also have every week for forever to talk about. Let's just talk about it next time. Give yeah, us something we're already we don't come at with 40, so... Yep. Okay. Now the point of the episode. Yeah. Now that you've listened to the first... However many, what, we'll probably say, let's say 30 minutes, just in case anything gets cut. Sure, I'll cut that out so then it's seamless. Here, I'll, I'll give you something to put in. Now that you've listened to the first 30 minutes, 32 minutes, 34 minutes, 36 minutes. Okay, now give me one that's just really generic. The first half. Thank you. <laughs> of the episode. <laughs> let's get to the point. Yeah. So, la- three, two weeks, three, two it weeks ago. It was the same episode that I called you out for. It was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Um, we, I... Although, will it be more than two weeks by the time you release this one? A few weeks ago. Three weeks ago. October 5th. Um, four weeks ago. Six weeks ago. We talked about my fears as of becoming a parent, and then we let Jeffrey rank it. Kristen, you've listened to it. Yes, I have. I have Jeffrey's answers. I want to know where you put my list versus where Jeffrey put them. And then we'll go over your list and see where Jeffrey... Does Jeffrey know your list? No. I think he knows one of the things on it. And then I said, oh, hold on. If we're going to talk about it on the podcast, am I going to tell you all of them? Perfect. I love that. I don't remember the first one. I do a good job of forgetting things. So you rank his... Technically, you rank mine. And then you rank... Hers. Yep. Okay, perfect. So I'm ranking, it's potty training, teaching how to read, and dating. Correct. Okay. Do you want me to rank them from most, things I'm most fearful of to least? Least to most. Least to most. Yep. So three, two, one. I would say I am least fearful of teaching how to read. Okay. Middle would be potty training, and most would be dating. But I think Jeffrey says it in the episode- None of those three are major. I would say the dating one is maybe a concern of mine, but not. I mean, you don't even know the person that's growing in you yet. Not near the top of my list. That's fair. And 100% spot on with what he said. He he had it the same order. and Did I have it the same order? Yeah. Heck yeah. Well, and the reading one, the reading one is weird because parents 
play a part in teaching kids how to read. But really, that's what school is for. Thank God. <laughs> like, your job as a parent isn't to sit and be like, let, I mean, it is a little bit, but. Sound it out. B-b-b-be. Right. Like, but ultimately, that's the goal of their teacher is to teach them the letter sounds. And you may be like supplemental to that, but your main goal is to read to them and expose them to patterns in your voice and like intonations and like stuff like that like your goal is just to expose them to literature it is not to sit and be like in fact sometimes it's harder when parents are like trying to teach letter sounds at home because they don't always know the correct letter sound they Mm. add like different emphasis on it or emphasis isn't the word I'm looking for but Uh, my my word was going to be yeah stress emphasis I was going to say um syllable like you're adding an extra like yes. weird syllable to like a b, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and that's the thing. I like, know it's not syllable, which is where I was way off, and you both were correct. Stop looking at me like that, Jeffrey. I was trying to, I was viewing it through your eyes. Are you saying like parents would say but instead of b? Yeah. Like but 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 but. Yeah. Right. Like people make it sound like a b a instead of just the b, like or stuff like that. So, um, so teaching them to read is not on my list of fears partially because sorry put a pin in it i have yeah. a perfect example from when i was a kid i used to say spaghetti as sabagetti because my mom would like like yep. say each syllable she'd be like okay say it with me sabagetti yeah so i'd be like sabagetti and she's like no it's spaghetti i'm like that's not what you say <laughs> right so adding that extra like you said it's, it is almost like a syllable but it's not a syllable it's like adding an extra letter sound after the actual letter sound. Yeah. Um, I forget where I was going when we put the pin in it. Did that help? Um, Sorry, you're not as no, seasoned oh, with my pin. Nope, I've got it. And part of the reason that I'm also not concerned about teaching how to read is because that's, like you said, what I do. I mean, I don't teach kids how to read in pre-K, but we go over letter sounds, so like, it's partially what I do. Yeah. Potty training doesn't scare me. Cause it's, I don't know. It just, it, there's, it just has to be done and it like is going to be done and we'll figure it out. And most kids catch on fairly easily. It's okay. like a monkey see monkey do. So if you're not afraid of those things, what are you afraid of? Nice. Well is done. It, is that where very we're yeah, going now? Very, very well done. Um, well, I didn't really put them in order, I don't think. I just have, like, three things that make me a little nervous about parenting. And the one that we had talked about previously that you let let yourself forget was... Very well done, Jeffrey, as thank well. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I work hard at this. Was about not wanting to... A lot of mine are, like, a lot deeper than, like, the surface-level potty training things. I, like, like Jeffrey said also, I, like, feel like I have a lot of the kid parenting things under control like I this is what I do Mm -hmm. is take care of kids and it's what I've done forever um a lot of mine are more like emotional things like I don't ever want to do something so drastic or whatever that like makes my kids not want to be involved with me when they get older like I don't want to do something to drive them away and want to not talk again 
And I feel like that's like a very unrealistic fear because I don't think I'm that type of person to be like so over involved or anything that they're like, it happens. Eh. but like things happen. Yeah. And so like, you don't know. Um, another one. Are you just going based off memory? You didn't write these down. I didn't write them down. Do you which, remember them? Which was bad because rookie move. Mm. Yeah. Especially with pregnancy brain. Yeah. Rookie move. Um, Oh, the other one I had is I like, literally just said it like I'm pretty confident on my ability to take care of children but like I've never actually been a parent so like one of my fears is like having a situation with my child that I actually don't know how to handle but having been so overconfident in it in being a parent that like I don't ask for help in the time that I need it and then don't know how to handle that situation and then go into a spiral of like have either of you talked about to your parents about um if they how much help they asked for along raising you guys we i haven't i don't know have your parents weren't like close proximity to their parents yeah my parents didn't really have help i'm sure they Well, i mean even like a phone call of like how how would you have handled this because jeffrey Hmm. just got into the peanut butter jar and he put an egg in there (laughs) I haven't actually asked my parents, and that's maybe something I should do. I know my mom had a lot of older siblings that had kids, so I think she asked mm. her sisters a lot for help on things like that. Egg and the peanut butter, deep cut. I don't, I don't really know about my parents. They both had two brothers, but I don't think my mom wanted to raise her kids like her brothers raised their kids. Um, and my dad was first. Of his brothers. Actually, I guess he was not... I have one older cousin, but different circumstances. So I I really don't know how much they talk. did they ask their parents at all? Like, it's something I don't think we've talked with our parents about. And maybe that's something we need to address because... I don't know if that's anything anybody ever talks about, so I didn't know. I don't know. And I think... I think one of my other concerns with parenting, and this has nothing to do with kids, but this is... Is this your third fear? I think so. But it doesn't really have to do with the kid themselves. So I don't know if this applies. So to far, list. neither did the first one. The first one was That's about true. you doing something wrong. Me. Yeah. Um. I despise unsolicited advice from anybody. Anyone? Yeah. I mean, like, I'll take like, like the parents at the preschool have given me some really good stuff, but they're often like, "Here's this thing." They're so like sweet about it they're like here's this thing take it if you want to just my two cents you know Mm -hmm. I don't want unsolicited advice that is like shoved down my throat like this is the right way to do it there is no other way or like an oh my god you did that yes like I don't should have done this I don't want those moments and I feel like those moments tend to come more from the older generation similar to like my mom my aunt's Jeffrey's mom, Jeffrey's, like, that older generation really wants to be, like, I can't believe you did that. Or, like, even some of the stuff that, like, I opened at a baby shower, they're, like, what is that used for? We never had that. We ne-. And I'm, like, yeah, because you raised kids 26 years ago or yeah. 27 years ago. Like, they like you had a, a bike pump to bre- do your breast milk. Right. Like, <laughs> it's not the same. 
And so that's why I don't mind the advice that I get from these parents at the preschool because they have so recently had children that their advice feels modern, modern and like it pertains. I don't like the like outdated advice where it's like, well, back when I was raising kids 28 years ago, back when we had to churn our own butter. But I don't want to say that and then need help from someone who has <laughs> raised a Just immediately burn a bridge. You can yeah. tell them next time you get advice you don't want, just say, hey, you already had your chance to fuck up your kids. It's my turn to try. But yes, yeah, so I don't have any like real, <laughs> I don't have any real parenting fears. I do get a little bit scared about sleep schedule things because. Like as with the newborn for yes. you two or. With the newborn, like just sleep is such a thing. You can't force someone to sleep. So sleep habits or sleep patterns is something I am nervous about. Um, Just because, yeah, you can't, like their sleep pattern is their sleep pattern. So if they're going to be up from 3 a.m. to 5 a.m., like that's what they're going to do. It doesn't matter how much, like you can soothe them and you can do all this stuff like I think of, you know exactly who I'm thinking of when I talk about I sleep patterns. But like, and I am offended. <laughs> Just because I like to stay up late doesn't mean it's, nothing. It's not you, but although it might be now. And so that is one of my like creating good sleep habits is one of my fears to make sure that they are sleeping well and when we would like them to. Makes sense. It's hard for you to rank all those. Do you remember that? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I don't even remember the first one. Well, so sleep schedules, is that one of them? Sleep schedules. That was the most recent one. Um, advice? That was yeah. more my question, I think. Yeah, that one kind of just stemmed off of your... Oh, messing up guessed. so bad that they never want to talk to you again? Yep. Am I ranking these where they would stand in my in my eyes? Yeah. And then what was the, the middle one? Oh, like having a problem... Oh, getting getting overwhelmed by a problem that you could have fixed in the beginning. No, that I that you haven't that I was overconfident about that I haven't dealt with. I was overconfident about parenting. Hadn't seen this problem coming. Hubris. Um, What was the third one again? Sleep schedules. (laughs) (laughs) See why you write them down. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. I'm gonna put messing up as that's top one for sure. Makes I don't sense. know what I could do. I'm sure I could do something. Yeah. I don't know what it is. And I hope I don't find out. But that would suck. Absolutely. Just That's having a completely broken relationship with your with kid. You. Yeah. Which I is will... way worse than all of my three. Just so we're all on the same page. That didn't cross get... my mind, but yeah, that's number one. Gets yeah. a little deeper. <laughs> yeah. Um, sleep schedules. I'll put that at number two. Just because if it's a little messed up, fine. Like, I don't expect to sleep all that much with a baby, but I'd like to sleep a little bit. Mm-hmm. And if it's terrible, that's going to suck. So I'll put that at number two. And then the overconfidence thing, that's definitely number three because I'm coming in with no confidence. Like, I don't know what I'm doing, and I'm very clear. Like, this is the first time, and, like, I can read a book, but that, that book isn't going to teach me everything I need to know. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to try and take things as they come. That's not a huge fear of mine. I'm too overconfident with my parenting abilities, so... Yeah, I mean, I think you guys are really evening out on the confidence level here. Kristen's so confident that it makes up for my lack thereof. <laughs> yeah, yep. Perfect, that's why we're so good together. I mean, I think you guys are going to do great. I mean, I have no doubt in either of you. Thanks, I think, Jack. I think we'll figure it out. 
I do, I think we're going to do the best that we can do. And the best, and our children will be well taken care of and they will be very loved and they will, but no parent is perfect and we don't expect to be perfect in our parenting, so. Would you rather Brooklyn get to you guys' age and go, I want to raise my kid better than I was raised or um, like I was raised so well that, that like that's just... I think every child wants to raise their children better than they were raised. And I think that should be the goal that they strive for. But not in a way that we raise her poorly. Poorly, yeah. Right, like yeah. my parents didn't when raise me When I was saying bad. it, I, like, I, I was like, like to, I, I don't mean it like that. But I'd yeah. like to set a high bar, but I would like her to be able to obtain exceed. and succeed. Yeah, because yeah, like I don't think my parents raised me bad at all, but am I going to do everything that they did? No. I mean, you can't. Like, like we just talked about, like, it, it's the world the changed. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's not the same. And so I think every, my desire is for Brooklyn to want to raise her kids better eventually in the future, but not in the sense that she thinks we raised her bad, just in the sense that she wants to be better. Yeah. And I have one follow-up question, and then we'll end it. Um, Jeffrey has made it very clear that he wants aliens to be known and around for by the time Brooklyn is how old? I did. Was it three, four? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Just so she grows up with it being common knowledge. How are you going to deal with that? (laughs) Cause Jeffrey's on board. He's like, Hey, look, Brooklyn, look at, look at all the lights and the, the shiny people. I am. But Jeffrey will bring her in a stroller to the, the first touchdown. The first touchdown. (laughs) The white house lawn, of course. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know where I fall on aliens, let alone like, where I want my child's perspective to be drawn on it. Um, but it's not the worst parenting thing Jeffrey has said he wants to do. Oh wait, wait. Because <laughs> so, that sounds follow pretty question. bad to me. <laughs> what is the worst parenting thing that I've said? I'd like to know. I would need to think on that one. You have said some things where I'm like, that's not how that's going to work. All right, then we, we can set that up for a follow-up <laughs> we'll, episode. We'll have a yeah. follow-up episode on... Things Jeffrey Terrible said. parenting ideas <laughs> Ter- by oh, me. Worst parenting idea was when you said we could drive to Maine right after having her and I could just pull her out of the car I seat and breastfeed her on the highway. There are two <laughs> options for this. You either pull her out and you hang on to her and let her breastfeed or you get in the trunk and you the let trunk? it. The trunk? <laughs> Whichever car, depending on what car we're in. No, not, like, you're not going to lay down in the back of the just car in the trunk. The you're just going to lean over the baby and let the boob hangle, hang out. Well, why do I have to be in the trunk? Why can't I just be in the seat next to her? You could try that, too. That's how you would. Act. I'm just th- picturing, like, you above and boobs hanging down. Bottom line. Would you side. help her out? Of course I would. Yeah. How well, would he do that if he was driving? Well, everything is simpler with a bud. <laughs> this is Jack and Jeff signing, signing off. Hey, suits, fuck off.